Hey guys, welcome to the Sanctified Friends Podcast. Today is Saturday, December 5th. I hope you guys have had a great week and a blessed week. I hope you all are well. Uh, Today we're going over the Rhythms of Renewal by Rebecca Lyons book again. We're going over chapters 7, 8, and 9. So for chapter 7, she talks about stopping the work and practicing the Sabbath. We must take time for one Sabbath day of rest per week. We cannot run if we cannot rest. Taking a rest isn't a sign of weakness. If we try harder, work smarter, make right career moves, and get the right degree, we just might live a life of significance. That's what this world wants us to believe. But God declares we are already chosen, beloved, appointed, and set apart. We don't need to hustle to prove something. God says it's already true. Your value as a human being isn't found in what you produce. It's found in what you are in Christ. A person designed in the image of God to glorify Him forever. We must be more abundant, fulfilled, and joyful when we work from a place of rest and renewal. To create a rhythm of Sabbath, plan ahead. Get a planner for next year and plan out some specific days for rest, maybe some mini trips, maybe some family time, date nights, whatever it is. So, the questions from this chapter are, what keeps you from setting aside a part in a time for a day to have Sabbath. Number two, what are the barriers that keep you from a day of rest? Make a list of things that are currently keeping you from being able to say, okay, I'm going to rest for this entire day and not do anything. What are keeping you from that? And number three, how might practicing a day of Sabbath be beneficial for you and your family? Part two of the book talks about rhythm number two as being restore. We've continuously talked about rest. Rest is step one because you cannot be restored until you have rested. Chapter eight says permission to play, giving up control. Replace fear with joy. Let go of the desire to be in control so you can be free. Play and control cannot coexist. Play breaks us out of our stressful routines and renews us. Adults who play react to stressors differently than those who don't. They let stresses roll off of them more easily. Pray for the courage to become like children again. It is so important that we make playtime in our schedules, whether it be board games or just family events or just acting silly, dancing, whatever it is, we need to make sure that we have time to play. There's a time to be serious and there's a time to play. We need to add play into our lives. It is so important and it really does help. If you've not done it, you need to try it. It really does lighten the mood and take the stress off. So question one, how much time do you carve out for play? Question two, when was the last time you took time out for play? Question three, do you have any time scheduled in the next week for play? If not, I encourage you to do that. Find a new routine or something that is actually fun to you. Chapter 9. Eat smart brain food. We've talked about eating healthy so much over the last couple Bible studies, and that's because it is really, truly the center of everything else in our bodies. It doesn't matter what the outside reveals if the inside is starved of strength. And that is so true. You know, we can look at these fitness models, and they may look perfect on the outside, but really on the inside, they may, be, they may just be struggling with an eating disorder. Or maybe they're just miserable. We need to find the fine line of balance between being comforted, being feeling full, being miserable, and being healthy. So, 
the author talks about eating healthy fuels your brain, which regulates your emotional and mental state. Did you hear that? Eating healthy fuels your brain, which regulates your emotional and your mental state. We need to be eating foods that bless our body. And it is so true. If you eat a big cake and a bunch of donuts, you're going to feel stressed. And guess what? You're going to want to eat more carbs. Carbs give us energy, but there's a difference between healthy and unhealthy carbs. So we need to just make sure that we make time out to eat healthy, watch what we're putting into our bodies, and truly just make sure that it blesses us. We can still have the good foods and the fried foods and the cakes and the donuts. I'm a big sweet eater. We can truly do this, but we have to have balance. We have to find the balance. So, here are the questions. Step one, how healthy is your typical diet? Step two, what does change look like and what can you add into your diet to make this change. Maybe it's in your actual routine that you could add stuff in to make a change of healthy eating. Maybe you can prepare meal prep, whatever it takes. Step three, does eating healthy change how you feel? I encourage you all to eat healthy for a week. And when I say eat eat healthy, I don't mean go on a diet. I just mean add healthier foods into your diet, like more veggies, more fruit. Maybe change one thing. Maybe just start with one thing. Like, for instance, maybe just eat a healthy breakfast. Can you just change your breakfast every day for a few weeks and just see how you feel and then add on to there? All right, so after we've talked about chapter 7, 8, and 9, I just want to step away for a moment to ask something that God has brought to light this week for me. With everything going on this year, do you ever feel like you were in a rut or a fog? This is actually called indifference, and it means we are tired and we have no emotions left to to give out, whether it be good or bad. To get out of this, we must take time to know who Jesus is and what he is going to do in our lives. We need to bring light to our pain and feel our pain so we can start to feel our joy again. We cannot feel joy until we actually face the pain that may be buried deep inside that may be causing us to feel numb. We need to wake up in our faith. We need to stop feeding doubt and feed our faith. We need to talk to ourselves. I know it sounds crazy and people may think we're crazy, but sometimes if we just talk to ourselves, this is actually when the voice of Jesus begins to come out. That's why journaling is so important. Journaling is kind of like our inner thoughts on paper, and then as we're writing, Jesus begins to speak through us. When things are out of control, we try to find things we can control. Trying to be in control distracts us from what God wants to do in us. God says, Your life won't be perfect, but the work I do in you will be. Some of you need to hear that today. Your life won't be perfect, but the work I do in you will be. What is taking up space in your mind? God loves you the way you are. Use God as your comfort. Make food neutral. Don't use it for comfort. Use God for comfort. That is a lot of our problem when it comes to eating healthy is that we are using food for comfort when we're stressed, when we're sad, when we're angry. And God is like, hey, I'm over here. You need to use me as your comfort. Make food a neutral point of just getting nourishment for your body. Be well connected with your body. Food does not define you. 
eat intuitively. If you've never heard of intuitive eating, I encourage you to look it up because it will blow your mind. We can change because we have been renewed by God. When you're feeling indifferent, allow scripture to give you the energy and the power. Don't get burnt out. Don't stop caring. How can our faith change what we fixate on? Face it, don't stuff it inside. That's a good motto to live by. Face it, don't stuff it. It's okay to grow slow. I prayed to God this week to give me joy again because I had been feeling indifferent. I had been feeling just numb and just no no emotion whatsoever. And God told me something really interesting in a dream. He told me to dance. Now, I am not a dancer. I am horrible at dancing. But God says to dance. So I started dancing, just one song each morning, something that really gets me moving. And surprisingly, I started to feel energetic again for the whole day. I started feeling happy and joyful and less stressed. So this is my new way of playing. We talked about playing. Well, dancing is free, it's easy, and it doesn't take much time. And it releases stress, which is a big part of what we all need right now. Also, I've been doing my new morning and evening routines. I know that we talked about new morning and evening routines last week, and it really has made a huge difference in my life. Now I've been getting up earlier. I've been reading my Bible more and journaling more and meditating more, just taking slow mornings and evenings, and it has made a huge difference in my life, and it has helped my stress level tremendously. So I encourage you all to make new routines because it will really give you just a refreshing feeling And again, the journaling has been amazing. Also, another thing I've done this week is I downloaded a daily affirmations app. It was free, just one of the free ones that's on the Apple Store. But it will give me daily affirmations for positivity. And sometimes we need that extra positivity in our lives. So a few things from today were, I choose to be happy and love myself today. And a lot of us are struggling with self-love. We don't like the way we look. We don't like the way we feel. But I choose to be happy and love myself today because God has made me as his creation and his child. Another one was joy is my natural state of mind. We need joy. We need to make joy our natural state of mind. Another one is my life is full of joy. And that's what I keep hearing from the Lord. More joy, more joy, because joy is the only thing we have to hold on to right now in this crazy world. So I encourage you all to just have joy and just really listen to what God is saying to you. It will really change your life. Again, I thank you all for listening to these podcasts. They're not perfect. I'm sure that I will hopefully get better with on them and with them as I continue, but uh, still working out some glitches and things. So hopefully you guys are blessed and I would like to close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for each and every person that's listening today. I thank you for the opportunity I pray that they will be blessed. I pray that they will find joy. I pray that they will incorporate all of these new things we're learning into their routine and have rest and be restored. I pray that you would protect them from this virus and everything going around keep them safe, keep them well. And I just pray that everyone's future is bright. In Jesus' name, amen.